0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Matthew Gavidia, editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. Established in 2014 as one of the nation's first programs focused on meeting the complex health needs of underserved communities and marginalized populations, the Allegheny Health Network Center for Inclusion and Health has grown in the western Pennsylvania region to provide coordinated and compassionate care delivery using evidence-based interventions. The Center for Inclusion Health provides a myriad of health services that address disparities in access for mental health, homeless care, transgender care, and addiction medicine, as well as social determinants of health such as food insecurity and housing challenges. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we speak with the Division Chief of the Center for Inclusion Health, Liz Cuevas, a board-certified internal medicine physician, who speaks on the major health issues affecting patient outcomes in marginalized communities, the importance of community-level partnerships to identify and address these challenges, and opportunities for growth in managing these populations. Welcome to Managed Carecast, Liz. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your work?
1: Sure. Thanks for having me. My name is Liz Cuevas. I am an internal medicine physician, and I currently work at the Allegheny Health Network in Pittsburgh, PA. I am division chief for a division that we call the Center for Inclusion Health here. Um, so the Center for Inclusion Health actually started up in 2014. It was a division we created, and we sit inside what we call the Medicine Institute, um, and we get to sit right alongside, say, nephrology or gastroenterology um, as a legitimate division. But we really focus on providing inclusive health care to all individuals and in all populations. This. And our minds means that we are able to find the gaps that currently exist in medical care and try to close those gaps by creating innovative programs, say, around food insecurity or housing insecurity. Um, And we try to find where places where people have trouble finding care or finding access to care. So we have a host of programs that we've developed in our health system to try to make it easier for people to get whatever health care it is that they need.
0: That's great. And uh, you mentioned uh, your role as division chief of uh, the Center for Inclusion Health and your uh, experience as a board certified internal medicine physician uh, at Allegheny Health Network. You've served under several different leadership roles uh, on the academic side and in primary care. Uh, What lessons have you learned from your experience and research in internal medicine as it pertains to health disparities and inequities? And how does this influence your work at the uh, Center for Inclusion Health?
1: Sure. So I'm A primary care doctor at heart. Um, I did my residency in internal medicine, as you mentioned, and right after residency started doing primary care work. Um, And I think one of the things that becomes obvious to any primary care doctor is that it is not always easy to get good health care and to um, have access to all the things you need to have in order to be healthy. And things like transportation to doctor's appointments or nutritious healthy food so that you can have a good diet to keep things like hypertension and diabetes at bay. Um, It's actually really hard and kind of expensive. And so that leaves a lot of people on the outside. And so starting off in primary care, you start to understand and notice these gaps in care, and you start to see how some people get left behind in the healthcare environment. Um, One of the things that I've always tried to do is learn, is to learn more, do more, to try to help address health disparities. And so when I jumped in, I saw these gaps and we started kind of thinking about what are the different ways we can provide care so that more people can have access to care. And I started small. I started doing some primary care work, doing some things in my local clinic, um, eventually kind of growing into different kind of leadership roles because I knew that in order to make things different for patients, I needed to be part of the solution and part of those who lead it. Um, And that's really taught me a lot over these last few years. Um, I really learned how healthcare systems work, how primary care clinics work, how insurances work. Um, so that we can try and bridge all those things together and create that stable safety net so people don't fall through.
0: Yeah, and as you mentioned, there are a myriad of different uh, factors that go into the work you do. And uh, there's a number of services that the uh, Allegheny Health Network's uh, Center for Inclusion Health provides. Can you speak more on these services and what communities in uh, Western Pennsylvania are currently being offered these programs?
1: Yeah, sure. So we, um, as I said, we sit in Pittsburgh. Um, A lot of what we do happens in Allegheny County, um, and in particular, the urban areas of Allegheny County. So my um, division does a lot of work in the city of Pittsburgh and in that urban environment Though we've started to stretch out into some of those rural communities, recognizing that they have just as much need as ours does. Um, Some of the programs that we have and we've put into place our programs around, say, our healthy food centers and addressing food insecurity. We've planted five healthy food centers now in in five of our major hospitals so that people can have access to healthy and nutritious food. Doctors and staff members can write a prescription in our electronic medical record. And through that prescription, patients have access to our healthy food center where they can shop once a week, get dietary advice, and get connected to various community resources for food. That's one example of our programs, but we have those in homelessness, um, in addiction, in transgender health, in immigrant and refugee health, in intimate partner violence, in HIV, um, and in post-incarceration care. Those are some of them in which we've, again, found a gap that existed in the healthcare environment and decided we really needed to create a solution for that gap. Um, and so we started with, you know, just providing a couple of services and in some instances have really grown those programs. We've served communities, like I said, primarily in the, those urban settings, a little bit out in the rural settings as well. Our reach does go as far as Erie, where St. Vincent Hospital is, um, which is under the Allegheny Health Network umbrella. Um, but like I said, most of the activities we do is in that urban city center.
0: And you kind of touched on this already, but uh, food insecurity and social determinants of health, in particular, have such a major implications on health outcomes for underserved communities. Uh, how does the center work with uh, these uh, communities to address these issues, and what further work is being explored here?
1: Yeah, one of the things we first started and recognized was our was recognizing that food insecurity was a major issue for somebody who wanted to achieve good health um, and having access to nutritious food, in particular. And healthy food can be super difficult to achieve. Um, And so we did a lot of research at first and we decided that what we could do is put what we call the healthy food center into one of our major hospitals. Um, With that healthy food center, a patient can come in with a prescription from their doctor and get a a very detailed intake on whatever social determinant they're facing that's preventing them from getting food. Um, That intake is done by a registered dietitian. And there they also learn how to shop for healthy food, how to prepare those healthy foods, get handouts and resources on various recipes, but also get connected to the community. So whatever food resources exist within that community, patients will hear about it through their intake and through their shopping at the Healthy Food Center. I think it's a great way for physicians to have and be able to address things like food insecurity in a manageable environment, something that makes sense in their clinic work. Um, They can rely on us to help people who are struggling with that food insecurity, um, and we can take it from there for them. We know that social determinants of health play a major role and impact on a person's overall health. In fact, so much of a role that it equates, if not supersedes what I'm able to do as a doctor. And so if we don't address those social determinants, if we forget about how important that is, that person who's sitting there in front of us will not get healthy. But by addressing it, we have a chance. We have a chance to get them healthier, to for them to achieve a good healthcare outcome, for them to live longer with less morbidity. I think it's a win-win.
0: And aiming to improve healthcare equity and support a lot of the initiatives uh, the center does Uh, The center has partnered with several different organizations, ranging from charities and bank systems to city offices. Uh, What role do the community level organizations you work with have in personalizing uh, the programs you have for each respective community you serve and ultimately furthering uh, this mission?
1: I think partnership with community based organizations is key. They've been doing this work from the start. And we know that as a health system, we can't operate independently from any one person within that ecosystem of, of healthcare and social determinants. So we, you're right, we do a lot of work with community-based organizations, and it's vital to the success of a lot of our programs. I told you a little bit about our healthy food centers before, how our registered dietitians will do a screen for social determinants of health on all patients who come in. In that screen, should they find social determinants that are a challenge for a patient or that a patient is struggling with and needs help with, they'll go immediately to the community-based organization list and see where can they find help for that person. I don't think a healthcare organization can have all the answers or solutions to a problem, but the community probably has figured out some of those solutions. And so that partnership with communities, with the city with the county is so important in order for us all to work together to get this community at a healthier, higher level.
0: And I know you mentioned that uh, the the center is based primarily out of Allegheny County. Are, are there any plans to expand the reach uh, for the center beyond Western Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah, I would hope that we can. Um, we have some work going on in Erie as well, um, where we have one of our satellite AHN hospitals there. We've also started to get into that rural area, as I mentioned before, um, and started to bring out some of our programs into those rural communities that may have some uh, issues around access to healthcare. So we hope to. We certainly have would love to get out there and do it. There is so much need out there, and we're tackling one at a time.
0: And as kind of a follow-up to that, uh, for any other uh, organizations who are trying to kind of replicate the, uh, the initiatives you guys have going on in Western uh, Pennsylvania, uh, do you have any advice for these institutions in uh, looking and identifying and addressing these uh, healthcare disparities?
1: Yeah, I think it's not an impossible feat for a healthcare system to take on some of these issues. We They do seem daunting at first, um, but what we did was we started with one problem, one issue. One question we had, one need we found. We started there and slowly started to develop a program around this one need. We were able to find a lot of support out there, whether it be from our own institutions, our foundations, or the community, the city, the county. We were able to find that financial help we needed in terms of resources to start building a program that would work. So I think it's possible, it certainly is possible. I would love to see this concept of inclusion help going everywhere and really taking on the healthcare system so that healthcare organizations recognize their role in this. And um, I think they would find a lot of support in the physicians and staff members they employ.
0: And, and looking in the uh the work you do and the populations you serve, uh, what is the disparity in the healthcare that you uh, feel doesn't get as much attention as it should
1: oh there's probably a lot of them actually um I think one of the most fundamental things that we really, really try very hard to battle against is that of stigma and um, bias that exists. Um, And that can take on different levels and can um, include various populations and can be throughout a community-based organization, a community, an environment, a healthcare organization It's everywhere. Um, And that has led to a lot of disparities. And so taking that on bias and stigma is really important.
0: That's great, and uh, lastly, is there anything else uh, you wanted to add that has not yet been addressed?
1: Um, I think this was a great overview, and opportunity for me to talk about the Center for Inclusion Health, which we feel pretty strongly about. We've been around for nine years. Next year will be our 10th year, which is really exciting. Um, And I think one thing to let your audience know is we've, like I said, we've grown one program at a time. Um, probably added a new one on each year um, so that we can address all of these various gaps in healthcare. It's a slow process for sure, but it's such an important piece of work. I think our healthcare system has come to value us as a division and um, have appreciated some of the help we've been able to offer.
0: about this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC journal. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.